Do you want to go big? Do you want to go back? Do you want to get in yourself with your integrity intact? Do you want to go on? Do you want to go out? Kicking and screaming while they drag you Will you let them bind and gang you? Do you want to go big or not? Give it one more big shot Do you want to just give it or give it everything we got? Do you want to go big? Do you want to go home? Wait a second, baby, sounding where my signal sounded from You wanna go there? That's nowhere Or do you wanna just go at it? Are you telling me you've had it? Put on your big boy pants Tighten your grip and adjust your stance You may have messed around and missed your chance You've got a safety cord You've got the luxuries most can't afford you may be grateful or thankful or jump when you're bored Maybe I am losing my mind Maybe I'm not and maybe I'm fine Maybe I do or don't give a damn Maybe I'm not or maybe I am Let's do the show Five, four, three, two, one Fuck yeah! No, 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 He's no, yelling no. no, that was too much, it was too fast Okay, oh, no, no, no. Good that's Lord. no. All right, Jesus. In five. Well, I loved it. Four. We, uh, we've already started. I don't like. I it. I don't know what you're counting down for. I don't this like is it. episode 466 of Podman Show. I changed show. my mind. Welcome to the show. I like it now. But you, you don't have a choice. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Actually, we had a little problem with the internet. Can I make a? Can I make an argument before you start? Sure. I have a, a very important announcement that I'm going okay. to announce to you guys about the show. Oh, all right. But I also need your permission. I feel like whatever you want to do as far as a restart goes, yeah. it's nearly irrelevant because there's a man 3,000 miles away who's going to edit it however he wants to edit it. That Hello. Is true. <laughs> that is true. So I'm asking for permission to um, restart okay. so I can ask you guys for permission to do something. Let me. Okay. Here's how we'll make the decision. Alex, what do you think we should do? I don't even know what Brett's talking about. So no one does. Let's no one just, does. Yeah, no one. That's I don't understand, no but it, why do we have to rest? What's the re- The thing you want to say is affected by whether we've started the show or not. My, we start the show differently. My, no, you know this no, thing? this is the show. I think this no should shit. be the show. Okay. I mean, no shit, it's the show. That's what we've been saying. Here's why. What I'm thinking, let me give a speech that will be a minute or less. I think we should always be doing the show for people who've never heard the show. Oh. No, that's like radio. We don't have people that haven't heard the show. That's though. Nobody, like, we don't have new listeners. That's <laughs> like recapping constantly before the commercial break. Like, oh, coming up after the commercial break, here's what you're going to get. And then you come back from commercial. Oh, if you're just joining us now, here's what you missed. How are you going to give the history, the context... All the things that have happened over the course of a decade. Oh, you want, so me, to every you want me to try? Yeah. So hey, choice. welcome to Portman Show. It used to be called Puke in the Gang, and then I uh, asked if it could be renamed, and we thought of this name, and now it's Portman 35 Show. Thirty-five seconds. But you know, it used to be called <laughs> Puke in the Gang, and what's the story there? How long did that go on for? Well, the guys started the show in 2011. It was Andrew uh, James who goes by Puke. Uh, sometimes we call him James. Sometimes we call him Puke. Mm-hmm. There were some couple mm-hmm. other people involved back then. Mysterious character named Nick. A guy named Nick <laughs> who is fifty-five uh, seconds does a show called News with Nick. So they all start this show. It kind of grows out of another show. And your time's up. No, no, no. <laughs> and <laughs> then you know they do some really great content. They get to episode hundred. I start listening at episode hundred. I go, wow, 
this is a great show. They do like a little highlight of all the things that happened in the first 100 episodes. It's funny. You started listening to episode 100, but you were on before that. Well, yeah. So I listened <laughs> to that one, and then somebody said, oh, Puke and the Gang just got to 100 episodes. And I said, all right, well, check this that out. This is a real podcast. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So uh, we're legit. I listened to it. I was like, geez, this is great. And I love it. And then uh, there was a, I got to be on the show more time. This is, I feel like this is all going to be very me-centric, like my experience with the show when there was so much show without me. So anyway, <laughs> well, I, I mean, don't that know. That is what the listeners expect from Brett. I got involved with the show. I really loved it. It was some of the most gratifying and satisfying and accomplished moments that I ever had being funny and creating characters and having dialogue with new friends and just getting to know these guys better and better through the years. Sure, it wasn't just satisfying. Satisfying. <laughs> and we created a lot of characters. We did a lot of songs. We did a lot of skits. We did a lot of dream analysis. We did a lot of role plays. And measured a lot of dongs. Measured a lot of dongs. Mm. We came up I with a way oh. to measure dicks. In a standardized fashion. <laughs> Several In a times, standardized yeah. fashion that is better than some guy telling you how long his dick is. Like, who even cares, dude? You know? I called it fun as fine. Well, okay, dick <clears throat> number. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants Do we to, have to explain invented. That well, invented by Richard Numbar from the British Royal Society <laughs> of Penis Weights and Numbers, but popularized. Sorry, dick weights and numbers. If anybody wants to Google it, but popularized by us, dick number. And you can't go out with a woman without discussing dick number. I have not. I you have not discussed dick number. Uh, no, here's the thing. Okay. This is great. Okay? Because you don't ever want to be like, well, I think you should discuss dicks. With women. Before the dick is revealed. Why? I don't know, because it's a fun topic. Um, Nothing should be off the table. Dicks in general, not yours in particular. Should uh, your dick be both. off the table? <laughs> <laughs> Later, it can be on the table. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we start this conversation. All right. So this has been a lovely evening. Let's talk about my dick. No, no, no. It has to come up way more naturally. Okay, more naturally. Maybe like, you be like the lady. You be the lady since you're so incredulous. <laughs> oh, hi, Andrew. You're no, no, so no. cute. You got to be more a real lady. What's a real lady sound like? <laughs> hi, Andrew. Perfect. Very. Ask me what my podcast is about. Andrew, I hear you have a podcast. What's it about? I like this lady. Basically, um, it's a consistent, almost weekly show for nearly a decade where we get really sophisticated and serious about uh, dick and fart jokes. Dick and fart jokes. But if we ever cover anything important, we make sure it's as dumb as can be. I really, really, really enjoy um, taking something incredibly stupid but trying to be intelligent about it, about the stupid topic, and going on way too long. And talking about it. Yeah, as long as you can. I'm Brett, by the way. I come along with Andrew on his dates. He's here sometimes. It's a package deal then. Our tagline is sophisticated toilet humor. That's James. He's on Zoom. I'm the narrator. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. If you can narrate things, that'd be amazing. But so I didn't know back then, but there was a future happening here. I don't know. I don't know what a narrator (laughs) would say. So you want to, if you're into the lady... The conversation needs to lead to the sexual. However, you can't be like serious. Here's what you don't want to be. You don't want to be a little dork who doesn't put your cards on the table. It doesn't have to be your dick, but it has to be your cards. Yeah, the dick-shaped cards. So you go out with a lady, right? (laughs) Or you have an interaction with a lady. You don't want to be doing some clever little thing, which is not clever and not honest, 
by saying, look, uh, I'm your friend. Right. Stupid. You need to have big dick energy. Right. We're going to maybe have sex. At some point, if you play your cards right. You and the lady. Yeah. Or me and the lady. Not, you know. I'm the lady. I really said that right at you. <laughs> me and Alex. <laughs> this was the point in the story when I realized I'd made a mistake. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you have to bring up dicks in some way, right? Just to make it sure. it sounds like it's via your podcast. Yeah. So... You think that projecting sexual energy means you're talking about a dick. You you have to talk about dicks? It's a it's an easy way. All right, I'll hear you out. So, you don't ever want to be like, you know. Um you can't ever say the statement, I'm pretty confident in the dick arena. You the dick arena is one word or two? <laughs> dick arena. <laughs> Cuz there used to be a Campbell soup called Chick Arena. Yeah, oh really? Yeah. Chick Arena. Yeah, it's like little pieces of rice and meatballs. It was really quite good. Oh. But mm. I, I, I don't think I'd like the version Andrew just presented. Well, there was a, a play off of that. Oh, it had little pieces of chicken, too. It was In like San chicken, Francisco, rice, and meatballs. Dickaroni. Dickaroni. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, so. San Francisco treat. Yeah, you, you don't want to, you know, exuding confidence is a good thing, right? Yeah. When a woman talks about her confidence, that's attractive. When a man talks about his confidence, that's attractive. I don't like to do it through dicks. Right. Here's why. I'm not saying you do it through dicks. Okay. Uh, you do it surreptitiously. No, I don't want to do it even surreptitiously. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to do it through... These are... We talked about this on the Discomfort Zone recently. I said these are... How most, recently? Like fucking right before we started this. Okay. Wow. That's why we're really Mere soaring minutes. with energy. Yeah, we, look forward to that, people. Yeah, we had just an amazing Discomfort Is there going to be a clip during the break? Ah, uh, who? That's, we'll that's see. a lot of pressure. Sorry about not getting you the last one, James. <sighs> yeah, we should try. Let's start with the last one, and then yeah. we'll work our way up. <laughs> I think it's a better move to like not have anything. Well, okay, so this is actually tricky, and I'm kind of working through this as we talk. Hmm. What is best? I'm trying to. to yeah, lay let me out hear his, you out. You yeah. go, like, just go for it. <clears throat> let me hear what you have to so, say. So. When the woman expresses that confidence, you need to be... What's uh, her confidence about? You know, she is confident in her level of attractiveness and is confident that if things go well, she's going to do some things that you're going to feel good about as a man. Okay. So you need to reciprocate a little bit somehow. Mm, yeah. But you don't want to come off as an asshole and you don't want to be like, well, wait till you see this dick. They don't want to hear that. Mm, uh, yeah. So okay. what you do is you go, you know, that stupid podcast I was telling you about, we created this thing so you can measure dicks. Yeah. And that's when you can get into dick number. And if you can speak about that, which sounds very objective, she has no choice but to think, oh, this guy's talking about dick size in a very objective manner, which probably means... His dick number is uh, pretty su substantial, significant. I had an experience with this once, actually. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, so it's 2017, <laughs> and I was briefly dating... <laughs> sorry, puke on the, on the Zoom. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm just forever frozen. I mean, at least I'm not picking my nose or something. He keeps freezing, and his faces are hysterical. <laughs> Freeze frames are never... Uh, you will never get a good one. He's not you a cat. You will never get a good one. Yeah. 
so I was dating this woman. She was a college professor. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get if screen shot. Uh, window, print screen. Window, I don't know how to do that. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Uh, oh shit! It's not the right spot. Hit refresh. Okay. Sorry, everybody. Just bear with us. We can edit this. <laughs> this has to be the album artwork. It's gonna disappear before you get it. No, I got it. I paused it. Oh, it's Andrew and I look so excited. It's a Windows, on the laptop. Print screen. Windows print screen. Uh, great. We got it. Done. So yeah. Puke made a funny audio listeners, which are 95% of the uh, audience, mm. I would assume. Um, <laughs> How many puke, percent of the dick number? Puke just did a funny freeze frame. Uh, I was dating this woman who was very sophisticated. It was very brief, but um, we go out to dinner and she confronts me about discovering a show called Puke in the Gang, which I was just on with Andrew, James, and a character named Osborne. And in the first 40 minutes of the show, we watch and do a running commentary on pornography. Mm. <laughs> Classic. So she says, why have you not informed me about this podcast, Puke in the Gang? What happens next? She says, I love it. She says, I love dick number and uh something like uh you know whatever <laughs> wait what <laughs> it's i'm sorry she said i don't know she said something like she said i see why you invented that that was nice see yeah, yeah. right so if if it was something that uh you weren't confident in then how could you possibly bring it up in such a situation I think it's it's gravy, though. And that's what I'm saying is, like, you don't want to set, like, expectations, mm -hmm. right? Because when expectations would be met, then it's totally a surprise. If they are met, here's another thing. You don't know what the, who the guy she was with before. Yeah, you don't know what kind history. of experience she's had. Right, or, or the guy before that, or the guy before that. Now, I'm playing the odds. I've looked at the numbers. We can go into the numbers mm -hmm. if people want to go into the, the numbers. But, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, it, it's, gosh, this is a hard thing to talk about. Should this be a hard thing to talk no. about? I feel very uncomfortable no, talking about Why? this. I, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It feels uh, gross. <laughs> Why do things f feel gross? Well, dicks are gross. Mm, no, I don't. I don't think so. It's uh, it's because we were born into a society that's still reeling from the vestiges of puritanicalism. No, fuck that. I, I'm fine with shame and puritanicalism. It's all fine. Well, then why <laughs> won't you take a shower when I'm naked nearby? Wait, have you why had this chance? Why would I want to do that? Have you had this chance? It's not a desire. And I believe we've I, been over this multiple times now. I, I listen. I am not planning on surprising anybody in this house with my nudity. Good, because I appreciate your sensibilities, your Puritan sensibilities. But also, I I feel like I've been doing this dick number thing wrong too. And here's a couple reasons why. Number one, it's very simple. High school football uh, in most places involves uh, practice during the summer, and practice during the summer usually involves taking showers with other people of high school age who happen to be. Um, what would we say today? Penis owners. Um, I didn't enjoy that experience. I felt shamed in that experience. I had people pee on my leg during that experience. And I came away, I think a better man, because at this point, like I'm not, I'm not trying to be nude in front of people that I don't find attractive and we're not in a private setting, but it doesn't bother me. I don't feel bad when we're on Portman show talking about dick number. There's not any shame in it. 
but you and Brett have this shame about, oh, we can't be naked or we can't talk about our farts or I have to have three separate bathrooms for three separate people because what if you have to poop within 45 minutes of each other? You can talk all about it. You don't actually do it in the presence of other people. And that is the vestige of a culture of Puritanism. But here's the thing. There There are positive things that you're saying are excluded from Puritanism and there are very negative things like shitting in the presence of others that you're excluding from Puritanism too. But I think because of those Puritanical principles and the shame involved, then when you do get into like the nudity situation, it's that much more special. If everyone was just walking mm. around naked all the time, then what kind of joy would it bring me to, to be naked with another person? Right. What's special about nudity? There's nothing yeah. special about it anymore. There's a Seinfeld about this. There's good naked and bad naked. <laughs> At first, it all sounds great. Oh, naked all the time? Fantastic. But then it loses its luster. Yeah, but then she's working on a bicycle. Yep. And she cuts herself. <laughs> she opens a jar of pickles. And I, I feel like uh, everybody gets a little poop around places that shouldn't be there when other people view those places at times. Hmm. Meaning there are times like a butthole is not 100% clean all the time. It will be 100% clean when it's supposed to be 100% clean. But if it's available for view all of the time, then yeah. some of that time it will not be clean. Right. Who wants that? Nobody. Right. This is what I'm saying. But some, people don't, but some people don't care. So your libertine society sounds like a libertine hell. There's a, there's a difference between wanting a people thing People just and shitting in the presence of others? About a thing, though. <laughs> Like, can I sit here today and say I could, with confidence, look another man in the eye while I'm taking a poop? No, I can't. But I want to be that kind of person. I want to be the kind of person <laughs> okay. who isn't that? bothered by Everyone it. out there in the world, <laughs> Alex is taking applications for the man who will main eye, con- eye contact um, while he's shitting. While they yeah. Well, okay. Are you trying to shame me now? We no. just went over this. There's no shame in it. I'm just saying, okay, then go you for it. You show me a person Proof. who hasn't pooped, and I will show you a fantasy. But that's the whole point. A fantasy isn't real, but you don't want to lose it. Just like a person who's never pooped. Right. But if you can picture somebody... I thought you meant show us a fantasy like... You sit us down, and it's like a student film you made, where it's you. <laughs> it's, it's black and white. You're on a either, toilet. Either way, either way. The camera is actually in the toilet, and it's just a. Co- it's like a cross cutting between you and just a man's eyes. And there's that. <laughs> and that. you're like, oh. It's the calm kind of music. <laughs> Cut too. to the eyes. Get that drop. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think shitting with background music is probably you could make it a really spectacular affair. Maybe you could. Maybe you could like. Squeeze your bowels to the rhythm. Hmm. It's not even about dancing, though. It's like uh, when you do That's gonna be tough. when you do the yoga or the meditation or whatever, and they play the like the little flute in the background, or the just the like oh, like the the electronic wavy sounds. Oh, if you just Bump, <laughs> 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 
actually take the door of the stall off so everyone can see us where we go. Song is by Enya. <laughs> that was her first draft. It's called and then Poo they had a, Can Say. It's called Not Enya Anymore. <laughs> Poo Can Say. <laughs> I like that. Well, I don't know. I mean, this all this all got into my hesitance about, you know. Sharing a thing. Sharing a thing. Did you share the thing? Was the thing that we should repeat every uh, show, each new show? Obviously. Yeah, he gave the history. Oh, yeah. What was the thing you wanted to share? You were just giving the history of the show. So let's go back to maybe 2015, 2016, when I'm a younger man and I invent Dick Number. Uh-huh. What am I after? Like, let's really get into this. Who was I? Just Dickification. What did I want? And was that more important to me then? That it's like... Valdictation. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What's the word we're trying to say? Validation. Yeah. Validictation. No. Not Validation. Yeah, valdictation. Valdictation. Mm. Valdictation. Yeah, well, it'd be, it'd be valid dictation. That sounds like That's you're taking notes syllable. from your penis. Mm, well, it's yeah, it's right. It sounds like you're doing what? Taking notes from your penis. Valid dictation. It also sounds or, like your penis is getting the best grades. Yeah, yeah. getting a funny hat. Yeah. Second best grade. Wait, your penis is getting the best grades. Your penis is getting the best grades. Uh, just as if you have a pen. Um, but maybe not. Who knows? There's lots of show left. <laughs> I think uh, so. Anyway, but I think it was about annoying. I think it was one of those things that was about annoying Nick because Nick didn't like it, and that's kind of why it took off. Uh, Nick strikes me as the kind of man who would not look another man in the eyes while he was taking a poop. Uh, you don't really know Nick that know. well, yeah. so he would. I feel like out of at least, <clears throat> with the exception of you, Alex, I'm going to speak on behalf of myself, Brett, and Puke. Mm-hmm. I feel like Nick uh, would be. Much more open to that idea to than idea. any of us. I will say Nick strikes me as the kind of man who would be very, very comfortable with what any other person would consider brutally uncomfortable eye contact. Yeah. Would he be <laughs> enticed by the idea? No. So he would be open but not enticed. I think he would do it for the show. Yeah. If he mm. were on the show. I think there'd be a brief but um, lighthearted giggle. Is there is there a form or demeanor in which this could be made more comfortable for you guys, where you would be more no, open? It's poop. No, yeah, maybe if I took enough drugs that I had no control over my faculties and my brain shut off. What if you? Does it matter yeah, whether you're doable. the pooper or the viewer? Wait, what? Does it matter whether you're the pooper or the viewer? I don't want to be either. But if does does <laughs> is one more appealing than the other? No, uh, neither one is more appealing. No, uh, it depends who the viewer is, but I'd probably rather be the pooper. Wow. I'd rather be the viewer. You want to watch somebody else's vulnerable position. So we're starting to learn some ways we could team off. Yeah. <laughs> do breakaway <laughs> sessions here. Right. <laughs> Let's sort through each other's shit. What about Alex? Uh, do you, who do you want to see poop? Who do I want? I don't. It's so that's. <laughs> who do you want to see you poop? It's not about one. It's not about the wanting. It's about the the shame, and or lack thereof. I think shame is a good thing. I think uh, getting along with people uh, involves a certain level of appreciation for their sensibilities, and sometimes that feels uh, that appreciation feels uncomfortable. 
Yeah, um, sure. Because that's a signal to you that, hey, this person is uncomfortable because of a thing that you did. So if you care about them and you want to remain uh, connected with them, you should change your behavior and perhaps apologize. You know what? I just thought of something. There's a place you can go and experience this. Shame? Uh, no, pooping. Like in, uh, It's called a bathroom. Without, without shame. Jail? Shameless oh, pooping. Uh, well, yeah, jail. Uh, that's one of the com- worst things com- about jail, by the way. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's true. There's no pooping uh, combat, privacy. Combat, basic no. training. Yeah, military. not at all. Or India. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the Middle East, I saw a lot of people pooping. Yeah. Just pooping in the streets? Should we all just look up to the Middle East and fucking India and, and just filth-covered train up. tracks? It's about a looking inward. Right. I think you are applying a lot of judgment here. Yeah, yeah I but am. you're accusing me of doing the same thing, Alex. You're saying, Was I'm, I? I'm, am I doing self-judgment? No, I'm, I'm asking. I'm I, not I think it's, you uh, I'm trying to drive at. There's a similar... I think I've taken a sideways approach to the confidence that you guys are mentioning when you're talking about dick numbers with people you're on dates with. Which I do. You're doing do. the measurement wrong then. I don't, I don't do it. I would never... Like, dick number came up for me after all the settling of... Scores. No, the settling of dick stuff. Oh, okay. Right. It'd been settled already. Yeah. The questions had been partially. I didn't bring it up fully answered. Right. Because it's also like if you're just kind of hinting at something and you're setting somebody else's expectations. Mm -hmm. I don't I that doesn't I don't think that's right. And I don't think that's a safe move to do. It's uh there's a I forget the neurobiological term, but there's a thing where if you promise somebody this is gonna be the best pizza ever. And oh, that yeah. pizza has no, to be it. 100 times better than they think it will be because even if it is literally the best, the fact that you already told them that has set their expectations so high that the best pizza they've ever eaten will now taste like shit unless it's right. so... Yeah, because in your mind, you, are, you already have a best pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had a bad pizza. Might be from Caliente in Bloomfield, by the way. Whoa. <laughs> What a oh. pizza. I ate some <laughs> yesterday. Bloomfield is uh, Pittsburgh's Little Italy. Little. Yeah. Oh, what, a place. what a beautiful place. I was there yesterday. Oh. I was there yesterday, too. I went to Tesaro's, which was a burger joint. We almost ran into each other. We yep. missed each other by a mere three hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that is in a city, unplanned, that That's is almost amazing. running into each other. So, In a city with options, too. Pittsburgh has options. <clears throat> yeah, isn't that Just a wild... Like just like men with confidence have options. So, yeah, I think I'm with Brett. You don't It's important to demonstrate that you're comfortable and confident with your sexuality before that is then uh actually demonstrated with the woman that you're with. Yeah. But being too direct about it, being too direct about it so you you just you're going to violate the classic rule of underpromise over deliver and so yeah, I generally shy away from it. Yeah, there's no... The directness of it. But at the same time, I think... uh, So that confidence, though, to like make a joke that's sexual in nature or farty in nature or poopy in nature, uh, these are ways where you can show the woman, yeah, okay, we're talking about some goofy, gross, maybe childish stuff, and I don't care. I don't think you're... If you think less of me for that and you don't want to have sex with me for that, well, that's fine because I have confidence and ability. Right. I think that confidence and ability, though, gets it gets built outside of those contexts. Let me ask you a very personal question. Oh, you've been with a woman who, in your life, I guess you could say that who didn't say anything, didn't say anything about, provided no compliment. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Okay. This is a mess <laughs> when this happens. Because you go, well, uh, what's going on? Now, to be fair, you know, kind of an automatic response before the woman gets an opportunity to provide a compliment, mm-hmm. I tend to flush. Oh, yeah. Cute. Sorry. <laughs> It was a poop joke. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. That's what this show promises, and it just delivered. But that's also, so if that's kind of, but, but see, this is what growing up is, right? Because you go, oh, well, yeah, whatever. It's not what this is about. But if I was a young man and that happened, I'd get real inside my head about it. Yeah. You know? I've been, I've been trying to develop a a piece with that inside your head though oh that's exactly that's what i'm saying i I don't because you say that and i i can think of the compliments i've received and i think one case where there maybe wasn't an explicit compliment but just context was enough Mm -hmm. Uh, and then i think about the last woman that i was with and i was uh i was unsettled compliments were given and i was still unsettled i was still unsure you had to poop i didn't know because i know how to take care of that business i know the proper order of things and back in those days i was pooping once a day consistently first thing in the morning imagine that mm. such regularity such dependability but what happens when you spend the night and then it's the next morning i that's so far that's against my rules nobody looks good first thing in the morning it's just not possible. i disagree it's a drooling snoring halitosis just is sh- slightly shifting around mm-hmm. weird. We talked about this yesterday. Some people uh, look great in person just for the life of them. They don't know the slight particularities of having the right angles at the right times and the right lights to look good in photos. Yeah. Find the person that you have the right chemistry with and none of this stuff matters. Yep. Yep. Find the woman That's or true. the man. If you're a woman, find them and they say, oh, my sneakers stink. And you say, give it to me. I want to wear it like a Bane mask and do my Bane impression (laughs) with your smelly shoe on my face. And every moment of that experience is a joy. That's what you're looking for. Then you can fucking sleep. If somebody said that to me, the next thing I would say is I can never see you again. Mm -mm, Not at all. And am I exaggerating? Is that something you should do? I don't know. I mean, should you be shitting in front of other people while making eye contact with them? I don't know either. I do know. You don't. No. You've never done it. Right. Right. <laughs> then you do it. Like, I just think, go back to the discomfort zone. Like, do the opposite thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and maybe there's just something, like, maybe Alex is onto something here, where there's just something so... Yeah. I think, why why would you be comfortable having a woman see you in your early morning state, but yet not be comfortable shitting in front of that woman and making strong eye contact? But my early morning state is basically what my state is all day. Like, I don't see what I'm best happen. in the morning. Yeah. Like, sure, there might be a brief period of time where I get up and I go, Your right, hair? I'm going to run to the bathroom. No, I live my hair the fuck alone. Do you remember Kid Dick? Do you remember Kid Dick? I had this thing. This was like a couple years ago. Oh, when you wake up and it's not uh, impressive? I would wake up with these erections that were like my limp dick heart. I remember you talking about this, yeah. This was, now, am I exaggerating a little? Yeah. But this was astounding and terrifying. 
And I would sometimes, I would feel it. You know, you get up in the morning, you want to give yourself a good feel. Mm -hmm. Like head to toe, all the way down, right? Because you're nice and dehydrated. This is when models do their photo shoots, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So This is why you look good in the morning. How does my body feel, right? So you give yourself a little rub. Not a rub, but a little stroke. Then you get down to the dick and from rubbing yourself, you should be around. You should be erect. You just woke up. You should be by default. Right, exactly. And I find this thing in my boxers that does not belong to me. And I feel like if the police burst in, I'm going to get arrested for touching some young person's dick. (laughs) Now, uh, I don't know where this came from. It went away. I don't have it anymore. But there was a period where where I was startled to jump out of bed and start... (laughs) Like kneading it like dough. Like, come on, come on, come on, come on. This can't be it. This can't happen. This can't happen. Like, like you know, like you make, like, uh, what's the b- fucking movie, Bedazzled? What about it? Like I had made wishes with a genie oh. and, or the devil. <laughs> and she grants them. And I wake up the next morning and she's like, well, look what I did to your dick. Be <laughs> yeah. don't do that. So that, now waking up with a woman and having that. I'm to a point in my life where I'd be like, yeah, sometimes I have kid dick. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> Can you read sad? Sometimes I have kid dick. Wait a minute. What was the name of the last show? The last. Uh, uh, no, you know what? It? Boy, but it was called, you know what? Boy, but. so the next show can't be called. Sometimes I have kid dick. I think we're on a trajectory here. <laughs> it's a series. <laughs> yeah. Downward in age. Yeah. Next week's show. Suck my dick, Timmy. Oh, geez. Boy. <laughs> hey, Timmy wow. could be 35. Timmy could be. The one after that. So I then proceeded to insert myself. We, don't, we, we get it. We get it. Just imagine. Yeah. Just imagine. Just imagine. There's certain lines that don't get crossed. Yeah. Google and uh, iTunes are crawling through the, uh, <laughs> the I transcript. I don't yeah. care. <clears throat> but you do Wait, care. You don't care? You do care. You're the one that cares you the do most. Care. I don't care about what I say. I care about uh, who hears me. Okay. <laughs> so Google and iTunes transcribe the show, and then they're like, Andrew M., uh huh. E R. Yeah. The rest of his name. Yeah. Said <laughs> this, and then it's a tw- fucking on Buzzfeed. Why is Buzzfeed? And Buzzfeed everyone's like, "Who's this guy? Why does Buzzfeed care? Who is Andrew? Who is Timmy? How do we?" And then there's this whole fucking movement, right? Save Timmy, and it's just your picture, and it's like, "Here's Andrew, the abuser. We're looking for who Timmy is." He mentions Timmy. Timmy can't be any more than eight or nine. Otherwise, some guy's going to show up yeah, at a pizza be, shop with a gun. He'd be Tim or Timothy by the time he was dead. Now, Andrew. <laughs> they mentioned Tesaros. <laughs> Investigate Tesaros. They also mentioned Caliente and Bloomfield. Is These places are like across the street from each other almost. This could be some kind of an underground operation. There could it be is tunnels, a pizza place. Tunnels filled with Timmy's. Tunnels filled with Timmy's. Timmy's tunnel. Andrew's going in and out the front door. Andrew might not be alone. All right, so that's moving beyond that subject, which has really kind of played out in our society over the last few years. We've got Epstein's, blah, blah, blah. Well, I We're also, never getting to the bottom of it. Before Sorry. we move on, I do want to say I, I like how to sorrows is very, very like to Soros, as in send Timmy to Soros. Oh. The plot. <laughs> getting to some numerology shit here. Gematria. Look it up. That's what? Research it. It's when things get hot. Gematria. In Italian, which is caliente. And Spanish. In Spanish. Como se dice 
in inglés. Hot. Salsa. Como se dice? That's Italian. Como se dice? That's Spanish. Sí. Very similar languages. It's actually the exact same word. It's just pronounced differently. How about that? <laughs> that is true. Yeah. So we're getting real why lingual we, here. Why are we all talking so quietly? I don't know. I like a quiet talking <laughs> show. I like a quiet talking show. I like a loud talking show too, though. Whatever you guys want to do is fine with me. We're, we're more of a loud talking Can talk I get show. to my announcement where oh, I yeah, ask sure. you guys for permission <laughs> for something? Want. Do we have to restart the show? You didn't even yes. Want to <laughs> In five, oh, four. Okay. You know what? I, it can wait till the second half because. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. Trust me. Gonna I forget. know what gonna I'm forget. doing. Do I not know? Go back through the archives of this show. Make a case that I don't know what I'm doing. Hmm. I'm not saying you guys don't know what you're doing. You guys certainly, we all play our part, but I think well, I, I know no what I'm doing. I know what the fuck I'm doing. You know what you're doing. When do I know what I'm you, doing? You work that board. <laughs> James does the sound effects. You pick the show titles a lot of times. We pick the show titles. You provide content. You provide structure to lead to conversations. Yeah. Speaking of drops, I just have to say real quick because uh, listener Jessica, who has been uh, um, diligently getting drops for us, she sent an email saying she was sad that we haven't played any or even mentioned that she's been getting us drops. But uh, so now I'm mentioning it. Um, thank you very much for the drops. But we can't play them. Oh, I, I, I'm, I, I I'm could play them, but maybe we play them before the show or after the show and just enjoy them. And then eventually we'll get to them when Puke makes his way back east. Yeah, but I well, I guess I could listen to them. We can't play them on the show. I don't know how we do that. Do you know how we would do nope. that, Andrew? Okay. Well, there we go. I mean, I guess I could just jam the microphone up against my headphones or something. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I made need, a note that I should mention that. You need something. It's called like Ghost Horn Banana. I forget what it's called. Uh, there's some program. Yeah, Ghost Horn Banana. That's how I get rid of my kid dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, that was, I don't know why that's funny, but that's my favorite part of the show. Um <laughs> Uh, there's some kind of maybe somebody in the chat knows what it is. It's something something banana, and it's some kind of audio interface that allows you to like mix different things in your computer together into one sound flow. Um, uh, sounds like so much work. Well, it, I mean, it's possible. It's possible. Or I, could, I mean, I could be doing drops on my laptop right here. I think uh, to your point, Brad, about reviewing all the different like memes and such from the show. I think uh, the solution is two things in this case now. One, you do you just do a dedicated show, looking back through the years, explaining the jokes, uh, having a laugh. Also, apparently we need a show just purely dedicated to the technical details of how the show is created because that was like two minutes of doing that on this show. So and I, a behind the scenes. Yeah. Mm. I think people want more. BTS. I think people need more. You know where you can get more? Portmanshow.com slash VIP. Wow. What will I find there? Nothing. Oh. No. <laughs> Nothing? Well, why would I go You'll there? find show, all of the older shows. All of them, maybe. Nick's been working on a project to try and figure that shit out. Yeah. And you know what? If someone needs any kind of context or exposition of this show, then it's on them to go to portmanshow.com slash VIP and go and get it. Yeah, you've got like six months of listening. I like up. creating barriers to entry. <laughs> that's how we weed out the uh chaff yeah from our wheat no wait sort the wheat from yeah. the chaff i just learned it was i didn't know what chaff was and i always thought it was the weak from the chaff so i just assumed the chaff was something <laughs> strong 
<laughs> right. So you had to get rid of the weak. I'm guessing it's the stem. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's like, like all the all the not wheat parts. Yeah, the stuff uh, the like there's a little shell. You know when you boil eggs and there's like a little film between the shell and the yeah. Egg? I don't like that. That's like the egg version of chaff. They have that around seeds too. Oh, isn't it like the rest of the entire plant as well? Like the stalk and the leaves. Yeah, anything you don't want, anything you feed to the pigs. They should have say that's uh, how mm, you separate pigs. the wheat from the not wheat. <laughs> well, when we start <laughs> talking about wheat, cool. does that mean it's time for a break or what? <laughs> <laughs> sure it might be i don't know how long have we been talking does it matter who knows it doesn't matter am i recording we do what we want. yes L- larry says voice meter banana voice meter banana. is the program that's it all right everybody we'll be right back after these messages thanks for listening to portman show for the very first time we hope you have enjoyed it and there's more to come you know mm. i do kind of like that it feels like you're doing a show for one person it feels exactly <laughs> like that and we all know what's happening Brett is getting ready to take a shit and look at this person in the eye. Wants <laughs> this person to be prepared with sultry tones and fond memories. You seem fucking miserable. You've had quite a character arc. Have I? Yes. Okay. Since I first met you? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, you're the saddest guy. You were. You were so sleepy and just put upon. Well, and now let's take today. Yeah, when for- I first met you, when I first met you in 2013, you seemed like okay. But like by the time we started hanging out, you just seemed fucking miserable. You were just miserable. And at that time, though, I should have been pretty happy. But our friend Antigone mm-hmm. said to me, we were having dinner one time. I might have told you this. We were having dinner at some place in Manchester. It was me, her, and some other guy. And she goes, do you know who Andrew is? And I'm like, I, no, maybe. I don't, I've heard of him. And she said, you guys should do a show together because you're so much alike. And I was like, no, I don't know who he is. And she's like, well, he's on Puke in the Gang. And fast forward a million le- years later. A million. And Brett and I are both, uh, we both come home today. and We're pretty happy. Yeah. And we don't even have to say anything. But I walk in and Brett's got a giant smile on his face. Yeah. And I feel like I'm walking around like a, like a fucking dope with a grin on my face. And uh, there's just a look. And then basically we, uh, you know, we bump dicks. All right. Well, yeah, that's one visualization. Uh, I pictured us, the house is filled with bubbles. Mm-hmm. Like there's little soapy bubbles, right? Yeah. But they're all over the place and we're just kind of floating around in them. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And then we, we kind of, we, we see each other. <laughs> and we we, we kind of go up to each other's feet and we push off on our feet from each other. Mm-hmm. We. <laughs> Felt like that too, man. We're annoying. I would hate to be hanging out with us. I would hate us right now. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Alex, who's also here. Yeah. Just in the bathroom, peeing. Open. Oh. Nope, just peeing, and okay. I, I let up uh, a nice fart, <laughs> and I thought to myself, "Geez, <laughs> there really should be somebody in here to experience this with me." <laughs> yeah, for sure. Is that what how fun. you want the future to be, Alex? <sighs> I try to have as I'm... few expectations for the future as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Andrew. 
Can I uh, do an announcement? Sure. That also functions Let's, as asking you guys. No you one know. ever said you can't do an announcement. Andrew. At and no point on this show did any of us say, no announcements, Brett. Can I have an announcement now? The only thing suggested was and then now we don't restart the show. Announcement. All right. So restarting the show. And five, four, three, two, uh, fucking go. Welcome to the second half of Poor Man's Show, everybody. Oh, I, I know actually restarting the second half. I'll restarting the whole show. Well, we can cut it out or we can <laughs> yeah. leave it in either way. I think it's all going to be in there probably. I mean. Brett has an announcement to make. All right. It might be. This is comedy gold. But it's also permission. Um, asking for permission. I would like to submit this show to a network <gasps> based on some highlight clips that I have made, including the one from the last show where we progressed through about 10 topics in 15 minutes, and I thought it was <laughs> wonderful, uh, ending with the talk about death and where we would die. But there are many of, uh, of these other clips, and we could also curate a kind of sizzle reel, if you've heard about sizzle reels. But I would like to submit Portman Show to be in the rotation at Gas Digital through my connection there. Uh, oh, my Andrews, my Andrews initial about that. primary, <laughs> secondary, and post-secondary reactions Tertiary. are all no. Okay. Um, everything sounds fine except for the whole asking to join a network. Okay. Why? Because we, because it takes away some of our independent status. No, um, why, why aren't we our own network? Why aren't they joining us? Because you have to have a network. What? Uh, I, I'm <laughs> well, curious, we, Brett. What's we, the... I proposed a network years ago. We have a network. Okay, think about it. But There's, we don't want. All right, here's what I'm thinking. In the network already, mm-hmm. we have news with Nick. News with Nick. We have Portman Show. We have Puke in the Gang. We have The Discomfort Zone. We have Andrew and Brett's Teen Saga. Sure, that was a mini series, but it's still in the network. It can Join still our be network. promoted. Our goal is to have fewer and fewer listeners. There's also a show called School Sucks that's part of the network. Whoa. Hmm. Uh, the Break Show? The Break Show's in the network. And you were going to start the B R A K E show, which was about cars. Oh. That sounds clever. <laughs> yeah. And then what was that show Nick did where he made Short Man Show? Yeah, the Short Man Show. Jeez, I mean, I forgot about it. What does own. Gas Digital have? Like two and a half shows? Gas Digital probably has, it has Legion of Skanks, which is a similar show to ours as shows could be similar to ours. If, Gas Di- or if Legion of Skanks heard this show at its height, at its peak, at our best moments, they'd be like, wow, this is a, a, a comedy show. <sighs> But what about its worst moments? <laughs> They'd be like, this is worse than Legion of Skanks. <laughs> so here's, this sucks. Why here's am I listening how, to this? Okay. So people should be clamoring to get on our network, but we only vet them by listening to a sizzle reel of their worst moments. Okay. So produce like the worst moments. So like pull stuff, the poop stuff from this show. No, that's not the worst. Okay, what do you? When think? has the poop stuff been the worst shit on this show? What do you think the worst? What, what's a moment that you're like particularly not proud of? Uh, when bits mm. fail. When bits fail. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Or like th- that are like heavily set up, and then they fail. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So yeah. All right. Things like that. Um. Okay. So you feel, uh, James? How do you feel about it? I think it would be interesting to try, um, because. Unlike Andrew, I think it would be interesting to actually have like a purpose to doing the show. For oh the last no, 10 purposes! Wow. <laughs> 
you know, um, because this is our dangerous. I mean, it, it's more like a fun uh, multi-person diary at this point. <laughs> There's that part of it. I, but, I think it would be interesting to see if we, but it would also be super depressing if they were like, "You guys suck." It well, but that they don't <laughs> get it. That no, it's not depressing at all. It means they don't get it. Like mm, yeah. we are doing at in its best moments one of the best comedy shows on the internet. But if they don't get it, I like the idea of them actually not getting it. Yeah. So they don't have the opportunity to say whether they get it or not. So you well no 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 no. We talked about this in the discomfort zone that supporting listeners could hear. PCL members could hear. Where it's like, aren't you tired of being cautious? Let's fucking go for it. Let's get ourselves out there. Let's get thousands of new people listening to this. Let's have this chat light up with a hundred voices. Fall off that goddamn ladder. Fall off that ladder. <laughs> Move towards the discomfort. Now, what does that mean for all the loyalists who are here now? These sweet, sweet folks. Oh, get, yeah. Give them a special badge in the chat that says loyalist. It means that they are the Member. leaders. It means that they, like some of these people might be in the seven, but it means other people are elevated to a kind of leadership. Oh, yeah. Status. We got to talk to the seven about this before we can really. I think we do. Right? <laughs> so um, can I still vote in the three? Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, yeah, we have that, too. Yeah, yeah. I had to think about it. Well, so the seven votes, the way it works is the seven votes, a majority opinion comes out of there. The three votes, a majority opinion comes out of there. If they conflict, it's decided by the one who last I knew was Nick. Yeah. Okay. So it kind of could come down to him if there's a split vote. Or should it be seven's vote, our vote, Nick's vote, whoever gets whatever gets two? out of that three categories of voters, of, of, of legislative bodies. I think that's the same thing. It is, but the problem is, how do you... Okay, what if the seven is split? It is the same Does thing. Does it count for one? It's exactly the same thing. Yep. That's how democracy works. <laughs> Thanks, exactly. Alex. Representative democracy, of course. We're. Uh, I feel like we're getting real wrapped up into parliamentary uh, minutiae here. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know. And I'm kind of interested in people, uh, you know, can can the, talk about it in the chat. Yeah, let's see the chat say something. Brett, I'm curious uh, what your vision for joining the network is. Like, what is the, what What do you get out of that? What? It's status. Yeah. Uh, growth. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of like, my feeling is, and this is just my feeling, and I um, obviously obviously without protest ready to go along with whatever you know you guys want but i think it would be an interesting thing to gain some status to gain some new listeners and i think this show is really special and i think more people should hear it i think it should be more popular and i think there's a lot of comedy shows that are doing really basic shit and i think we're just on, we're we're on to something else we're on some we're working on some other level i believe this I think part of what, uh, oh man, this is going to get so analytical and serious for a minute. I think I see what you're saying and I like the sound of it. I think I know where Andrew might be coming from and I appreciate it. This makes me think of a quote that I read recently by this guy, Tiago Forte, building a second brain. You guys mentioned it and that's why I know who he is. You want to do a show about it sometime? We could. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I'd love to. I'm working on that stuff. Uh, The relevant thing here is that he said this thing that um, action without a purpose is a hobby. Mm-hmm. and plans without action are dreams. If I understand the dynamics here correctly, this is very much a hobby for Andrew that he thoroughly enjoys. 
Yeah. As soon as it has a purpose, as soon as it has a direction that it needs to go, now it's a project. Do you know how many projects Andrew has? I, yeah. Have you seen Andrew? Yeah. Do you know <laughs> how many project notes he has in Evernote? I kind of feel the same way about it. Like, is this what makes it special is that it has it no pressure. That's why I always say the best show we could do is the show with an audience of one. Nick yeah. Ryder. That I kind of would like to do a show just for Nick. Like maybe someday <laughs> uh, we'll do a show. We won't stream it live. We'll record it. And I'll just choose randomly to not hit stream. And I'll choose randomly to say, all right, it's not going out on the feed. We're just emailing it to Nick. It's a show for Nick. That's a good uh, name for some sort of Hallmark movie. It's also part of the Portman Show Network, the show for Nick. But it's mysterious and only one person knows what it actually was. Right. But we can still promote the shit out of it and people will pay to try and figure out what it is. They're just never going to find it. <laughs> Scavenger hunt. It's kind of like... Uh, scavenger um, hunt, like when you die and you need to leave your stuff to a random person. You make them go on a scavenger hunt. Kind of. Um, yeah, sure. But I was thinking more monetarily, uh, like uh, Brian Doyle Murray from Wayne's World, when he had that game that you couldn't get to the next level in in his arcade, but kids just kept coughing up quarters. Yeah. But there was no next level. So you're trying to get kids to cough up quarters? Effectively, yeah. Is this kid's name Timmy? <laughs> <laughs> Timmy would be coughing something else up. Nice. I'm glad that came back and we got to talk about it more. Anyway, so... Um, Gas Digital, here we come. Let me make an argument for you, for, for Alex, uh, as somebody who's providing feedback here. Think about No Agenda, right? One of the things that I'm proudest of with Portman Show is that these guys, and then I think I got to participate in it, is building an actual culture mm -hmm. that has yeah. a language. Yeah. Right? Memes. We invented a language. We invented a meme in the sense of like something simple that carries meaning, right? That's easily understood. Dick number. Um, waitress guy. Waitress guy. Yogurt boy. Yogurt boy. Podacost. They all have three syllables. Holy shit. <laughs> Eric in the chat says, Timmy, another character the coins come out of. <laughs> <laughs> now see that's what i'm talking about fucking culture Eric hey you just showed up here you're like what other character did coins come out of fuck you this show's not for you but if you're from gas digital welcome and uh give us three episodes <laughs> but um that's it that's what i'm talking about folklore we have a fucking folklore that we don't even fully understand ourselves <laughs> yeah. we don't andrew that disappeared into another dimension years ago but here he is why? How does that happen? He was taken from this dimension by somebody named Out of Town Geist, who's the ghost of another guy. And now, because of us, there are also incredibly famous people. Before us, who knew what an Eric was? Exactly. Who knew what a Jessica was? <laughs> right. <laughs> who knew who Herb Albert was? Everybody but Everybody you. Knows Herb oh, I didn't know Herb Albert. <laughs> Yeah. He's he famous now to me. It's Alpert, by the way. Alpert. Alpert. Uh, uh, Elvis and Costello. Nobody knew who that was. <laughs> right. So I think that that is something to celebrate. In a world where people just have cultures put into them, right? I just did a show with our friend Nathan Frazier about stories. Very disease-ridden. Stories and narratives, right? <laughs> Great example. Glad Great example of a story being <laughs> Thanks, put into Puke. people. What did he say? Nothing. I said something. Oh. I'm just thanking I got you. it. And I was thinking about Timmy when we were talking about putting cultures in people. 
Shame right. on you, Andrew. <laughs> so, yeah, save Timmy. Hashtag save Timmy. Picture of Andrew. <laughs> um, From when he was uh, 14. <laughs> so, no, it's it's now. He's like standing outside. He, he's standing in the parking lot of a gym smoking. Yeah. And people are going, look at this guy. <laughs> look at this guy. His name's fucking Timmy. This is, what, this is him at the gym. What do you think he's like with the Tim? E. Um. I think that is really something that that is to be celebrated, where people just take culture, right? They just take what they're given. We created our own. Yeah, yeah. We created a culture. We're 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 le- we're we're cultural leaders. Uh, but I okay. And you want to take that heritage and turn it into a legacy. And I understand the pride behind that, but this has been something that has been happening. My entire life. Can I tell you something about... And I'm post-prideful about it. What, wait, what's been happening your entire life? Creating a culture of my own and not adopting somebody else's. Wow. Yeah, sure. Well, shouldn't we share that with the world? The world doesn't... Shouldn't we show people how to do that for no, themselves? No, the world doesn't get it. The world doesn't deserve it. No, the world doesn't deserve it, but more people do. There are seekers out there. Can I tell you a story? To, this morning I'm on the call. I say to the people on the call, oh, by the way... For any of you who's interested, we're doing Portman Show tonight at six. Did you say it Did like you that? Did you say it so lamentably? Jesus. Well, I said, I, I said, I said, look, it's not the same voice you hear on School Socks. I, mean, I think there were quite a few people on the call. It's not the same like, voice so you hear on School Socks. So I'm going to be on this show, and you guys should listen. I'm going to try and get us on gas. A highly respectable woman who years ago, when I told her I did the show sometime, and it was called Puke in the Gang, she said, that sounds gross. Mm-hmm. I would never listen to something like that. <laughs> Today... When I tell her, she says, is Mouse Man going to be there? I'm sorry, but do I want this person even listening? This person is a convert. This person has been converted by Nazi scientists. (laughs) Right? Okay, you're making a good argument. Who did a podcast during World War II and hybrid a man and a mouse because a man is too big to spy and a mouse is too dumb to spy. But if together. you put a human head on a mouse body, <laughs> it works perfectly. You have the perfect spy. <laughs> and this woman learned about this from her husband, because I told him about it. This this husband, by the way, now spends his New Year's Eve playing clips of the podcast to party guests in his garage. This is the beginning, or the end. Either way, it's a turning point, <laughs> and we have to seize it. I think we, that's my argument, and I'm respectful of whatever the ultimate decision is. But I think more people need to hear what we do. Puke, I need to hear your mm-hmm. thoughts. I need you to, to do something because whatever you say, you know I'm going to argue with you, but it doesn't mean I disagree. So go. Oh, okay. Then we shouldn't do it. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, okay, now I'm confused. Yeah. I like the idea of trying to get more listeners because I feel like even though it is scary to like because this is what happens when you're when you're a what what the fuck are we neurotic people is uh you know it's it's like we have fun and we like it when we have listeners but then whenever whenever we come up with the idea of getting more new listeners it seems terrifying for some reason because the more 
you know, it, it's it's like being at a party with friends versus a party with strangers. You know you can be yourself because you know these people like you. But when you're at a party with strangers, you have to be kind of reserved because you're like, I don't want to be an ass. But I, I, I think it, you know, I like I think it would be amazing if this show became something that we could all do. You know, I mean, I think it's amazing that Brett has a show that he can do for a job. Like, wouldn't it be amazing if this was our job? Or just an income stream. Yeah, if we actually made enough money that, you know, we could actually have, like, a proper studio that we didn't have to move every 10 days. <laughs> that we could, or or we build it in the van like we but, wanted or, to do. Or is this what makes this great? The struggle. <sighs> but we can always go back to our, let me tell you a story about a band called the Grateful Dead. Hmm. Before? It'll take a minute. Okay. The Grateful Dead was a folk band. And then, in 1965, they said, somebody said to them, some music bigwig, you guys should go electric. So they go electric. They become the Grateful Dead. Before that, they were called Mother McCree's Uptown Jug Champions. They get into the psychedelic scene. They start doing a lot of acid. They have some times. They have some experiences. In 1970... One- and that was 60 Seconds. Yeah! <laughs> one of them buys a farm they all go out there and they return to their folk roots they make two albums going back to the roots they're saying hey the, you know, the other way we did we learned some things but it's time to repre- appreciate where we came from so they go back they make the album Working Man's Dead and American Beauty which have all their like number one hits except for Touch of Grey are on those albums so they went back and you can go you can go experiment with drugs or plugging instruments in or whatever, you know? But you can always go back if you're determined. If you're purposeful, you know? So why aren't you just trusting me that I know the future? Wait, why would I trust you that you know the future? <laughs> because I'm already trying to get us to go back. But see, we haven't had that experience yet. We need to go electric. I don't know that we need to. No, we don't need to. I think we would gain something. We would what gain I'm curious something. is... Yeah, like what? When did? Because I feel like back in the day, Andrew, you you liked getting like guests on the show and and more listeners. And it seems like at some point you changed that idea. Like you didn't, you were afraid of the idea of people hearing the show. Is that true? Or I remember. Did you change your mind, or have you always just been like really shunning any sort of limelight? It's a good question. The guest thing was easy because every motherfucker wanted to do a podcast, had a podcast like for a second. And, uh, yeah. you know, we were in this little ecosystem. The Free State Project, right? Yeah, the Freeco system. <sighs> Fuck yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> um, <laughs> it works on so many levels. Yeah, it does. So there was that, but that's a long time in the past. I don't know. Um, the other thing is, what did I have to lose back then? That's a good point. Right. So so that's your fear is that like this, this could lead to ruin somehow. Yeah. But when I think about my principles and you, you you point it out as a fear, Hmm. now I'm upset. Sure. And I want to lean into it. Yeah. What better way to go than the three of us are sitting at a table, right? We're in some front of some kind of tribunal, right? And it's we got five, a billboard right in downtown Pittsburgh. No, it's five oh. years from now. We're in front of a tribunal, right? 
Like they're playing clips of the podcast. <laughs> Mousemen. The judge gets his gavel. He goes, I've heard enough. And that's how it ends for all of us. I mean, how glorious. It's kind of like the end of Seinfeld. It's exactly. It's like the end of Seinfeld. All right, you're sold. Andrew's sold. <laughs> oh. It is. It's like the it's series finale of Seinfeld, right? People were pissed. Yeah. People are going to be pissed. <laughs> you know, that's a price that has to be paid for art. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I like, you know, Andrew, you asked me about goals a while back and... You know, I, I've been thinking about this over and over again. It's like, do I want to have a nine to five job for the rest of my life? No. Um, wouldn't it be amazing if I could accomplish something that allowed me to be my own boss and not have to worry about, you know, offending a corporation and and getting fired? Like, what if what if getting fired was the best thing that happened? Because then it allowed you to just concentrate on the creative. Now, you have to have some sort of you know, plan if that happened, but like, what is, you know, it's like risk reward. What is, what is the danger? A bunch of unknowns like, Oh, we're going to get canceled, you know, cause someone's going to hear us make stupid fucking jokes. But what is the upside? Maybe we make enough money that we can do this full time and then concentrate on other projects that we want to be passionate about. That you can't get canceled from. Yeah. I'm honestly thinking there, because of the work that Puke does, there's actually like an income stream that could come from this for selling merch if the audience was bigger. But look. You need to go back and you need to hear our debates about merch. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I, I have them too on my show. But um, I've said my, I, I, you know, I threw this out. I, I asked for permission for this All idea. Right. And I it's, guess it's something you guys can think about. It's, here's, here's my problem. I am of, we were talking about different parts of self. Right. I have a couple of parts of self that are always at war with one another. Mm-hmm. Right now, there are things happening that are making me feel pretty good on a couple different fronts. Sure. So there are times where I can think to myself, oh, everything's pretty great. Sure, I have my struggles, but who better equipped to take care of them? I'm glad I'm me. Mm-hmm. These are all very positive things. But we've also alluded to negative self-talk a whole bunch lately. And even in these prideful, arrogant moments... Mm-hmm. Negative self-talk still makes its way through and gets pointed out. So <clears throat> while I have the uh, the happy, prideful, proud self, it's also sullied with the exact same neurotic thoughts of, wait a minute, you, whoever you is, the royal you, why do you like me? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be part of a club that would have me. Yeah. Crouch on Marks. Woody Allen, too. Yeah. Elvis and Costello. So, I don't know. These are the these are the struggling. This is the inner battle going through my mind. Okay. I don't know how to come to terms with it, and I don't know which side's going to win. But I think it really just depends on which side is louder at that very moment. Well, well, this is why we have teams, though, right? This is why we have the seven and the three and the one. And this is a choice. Yeah, I mean, so. But I feel like if I don't go with the negative viewpoint, um. I know the direction it's going to go. I am the swing state. So like almost regardless of what the seven, the three, and the one conclude, I feel like it still hinges on me. I think uh, that's just a matter of parliamentary process. Don't tell the seven what you are thinking beyond this podcast and let them have thoughts and then... Well, I have parliamentary paralysis and (laughs) parliamentary paranoia. 
I mean, what what are the negatives of trying to grow the audience? Uh, everything Keep being worse. Me being worse. What What is worse? Uh, not as good as adequate enough occasionally. <laughs> I think there's I think there's two uh, things now? if I can if I can speak for Andrew knowing a couple of things about him and how yeah, he sure. thinks. Uh, one, it increases his risk profile. Um, he's not at a point yet where he. I'm not even trying to factor that in at the moment. Yeah. So that but that is a thing somewhere in your head that's factoring in. The other thing too is that he has a lot of fun. Um, this is not meant to sound derogatory. It's just what came to mind. But like he likes being the big fish in the little pond with this show because it it's more fun and free to him. Cause it's like, I get to do whatever the fuck I want here. Other places in life. I have all these obligations and all these conflicting thoughts and feelings. Yeah. I'm in that small pond going, I could swim naked here and not be all hung up about impurity. I could poop in here. Just and poop there's in no it. one to eye make contact eye contact made with everyone on the shore. Yeah. Cause he's the biggest fish. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you floating around, get to a place like a gas digital, then now it's like, there's a level, it brings a level of, again, it's not a hobby anymore. It's a pursuit. It's a project. And that triggers a different sort of side of Andrew's brain. And if he starts going down that path, which he can, because he's a man who can get shit done, the show might be great. It might get better. And it might be better for the current audience and the future audience and pretty much everyone involved. But now there's going to be a part of Andrew that's like, ah, I remember when this show was just fun. And now it's work. Mm. Here's the other thing, too. If I bring it to them through the person I know there, and let I could I could pitch this idea to this dude. He might not even message me back. I haven't talked to him in like a year. Yeah. Right? So, you know, it could go nowhere. It could be nothing. But I don't know. Um, I feel that if that played out, there is no circumstance in which I am any better after that transition is made. same thing too is like if for whatever my involvement is it's like then i have the pressure of like i put this here so then it's like raising the expectations of no that should be the know, logo for the show if we do make it on the gas digital it should just be a turd and a sign that says i put this here <laughs> raising expectations portman show exactly po- poop man show so whatever. I mean, it was just an idea that I threw out. It generated a nice discussion uh, and some exploration of self and uh, group. And, um, you know, whatever you guys decide, let me know. I would say as a zero, because I'm not a member of the one, the three, or the seven. Okay. <laughs> I'm a non-number. I think uh, I think it was good to have this discussion. It's good to be deliberate, deliberate about it, but also kind of like Brett just alluded at. I don't think you lose anything by even just starting the process of the pitch. And if you get two steps down and then you really have to make a decision, great. You might also never have to make a decision. But but what if it starts going on that path and then there's a decision has to be made and it doesn't play out well and now Brett's reputation is sullied? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, this is not like my reputation with... It, it's, this is not a big part of my world. Like I'd like to be in good standing with, you know, th- this person, but... If I'm not, yeah, I, I'm not worried about ruining my whatever rapport I have with him. I mean, it was gas or compound media, right? Are like two big platforms that have a lot of shows worse than this. So, and I, I, I don't want to do anything. I would never want to pitch this to compound media. I don't gross. even, I've never heard anything from it's compound gr- it's media. Com- it's Kumia. It's I know gross. who it is. I yeah. just never heard anything from it. Gavin. 
Oh, and I've Malice. Heard Gavin. Malice was on there for a while too. Oh, I've heard him too. They both left. Compound. Oh, yeah. So, hmm. Yeah, it's fun to be uh, to be, to be uh, an independent nobody. That's true. It is. It seems kind of scary to get like involved. Well, okay. With here's what I'm saying. Group. We could be on the brink of failure at any moment. We could be the the TVR of the podcast world. <laughs> sure. Okay, no one gets that. We car. could be the I Lotus, understood. the Lotus of the podcast world. Everyone's heard of Lotus. If you haven't figured it out, um, cars. Yes, Lotus made incredible, incredible things, but they've always been at the edge of disaster. But they always kept themselves small enough to make incredible things. Not everything was incredible. There were some bad lotuses. But the best lotuses are like the best ever anything, and they're not prohibitively expensive. Mm-hmm. If we were to go, if, if, if Toyota came in and gobbled up Lotus, what are you going to end up with? A sporty Camry? Who wants that? Right. Nobody wants a sporty Camry. They want a Camry because it's reliable. I saw a sporty one that mm. I liked. It's stupid. They it's make fake. them with fins now. It's fake. It's they all fake. Fins. Okay, yeah, I'm sure it's not super sporty. You know sporty. what's not fake? Any fins on a Lotus. No, those are real. Yeah. No success, real fins. I think, Andrew, you could be right. I also think you can take the shot, and uh, there's plenty of ways where things can be discussed in uh, a way where it's like even the initial pitch. I don't know the exact phrasing, but something to the effect of, hey, would you be interested? Not I see like, it, hey, yeah. we should be on here, and we're going to work really hard at that, and then if we all of a sudden say we don't want to be on there, now you're going to feel miffed. And then you can go be on there for a year. How many shows have <laughs> come on to Cast Digital and left Cast Digital? I bet it's more than one. In fact, I have some knowledge that it's at least one. So if you looks like try nine. it out and then you want to leave, then you can leave. What if um, you know we have a catalog... Even if we don't want to do anything new, we could just present the catalog. We could just keep submitting an old episode. Uh, th- so I thought about that too, like the highlights. So the, the the trick of it would be like, how do we have things? Because they probably want content that's like relevant to the time. Yeah. But I mean, we could like bigger picture stuff. Like I had no problem posting on Patreon. Um, you know, this thing that we did years ago where we're talking about the robots taking over. Vagina 11. Mm-hmm. I hope people know about that. Mark your calendars. But that's timeless. Some stuff is timeless. The podcast. The podcast. That shit happened, uh, what, 80 years ago now? <laughs> <laughs> it happened at multiple points in time. Okay, so here's an indicator of my feelings about this. We used to be on a network. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. So did I. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it helped us in the beginning. But at a certain point, I led the charge in saying, I don't want to be on this network anymore. Mm-hmm. I had us removed from this network in spite of the pleas of the network administrator, or I don't know what you call him, um, to keep us on. However, many years later, somebody came across uh, our show on like Wikipedia or something, and it still says affiliated shows. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it lists those shows from that network. I don't want to be affiliated with probably most of those shows on that network. Right. Yet people are still seeing us affiliated with that. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. And I feel like this is a bigger step in that direction. 
Uh, it's certainly that liability because who knows who's going to burn from there, right? That's that's an interesting point I hadn't thought of. Yeah. Yep. Because then it goes because then it scales to the whole network. This is a gas digital. Who's who else is on this network? I mean, that's kind of how the witch hunt works. So you know what? I I liked it as a kind of prestige thing. Um, at this point, I'm neutral or siding with. You know, I mean, these are good arguments. I agree. I'm, I, I like the idea of more people knowing about this, but yeah, the costs at this point could be too high. So, Puke, any follow-up thoughts after hearing my unformed arguments? <laughs> no, I think they're good arguments. Um, I mean, that, I, I feel like that's, I didn't make them as succinctly as we just did, but like, yeah, that's, that is a concern, like. You know the whole cancel culture thing. Yeah, what if we're involved in some network and you know it, it's, it's. I don't even uh, think it's the cancel culture. It's like me having to to take a stance where I'm defending something I don't want to defend. I don't want to be associated. I don't want to think about it. Like hmm. if somebody goes to me, why are you associated with someone who yeah. is perceived and all evidence points to them being a pedophile? Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about the canceling. I'm worried about like what's their opinion of me. Hashtag save Timmy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Damn. But I, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, if you're worried about that, they could just listen to the show and come to the same conclusions or something. But it's in the context like, oh. of the show and it's clearly a joke and it's fine. But then when yeah. they, you know, start clicking around or something, it's not very many degrees away from some pretty awful shit that's not humorous. Mm. What would be yeah. funny, too, is if like the people at Gas Digital heard this and then they said to each other, can you guys believe that these people talked for this long about and we'd never even put them on the network the show is <laughs> fucking garbage a lot of people look would you just submit this episode to them is that what you would do no no absolutely not um, i think that's that i, no, I think I was, that would be good a sizzle if reel. you're gonna do it i think that's how you do it oh interesting yeah that's actually yeah that kind of says you could it. just say listen mr gas yeah i created a sizzle reel trying to highlight our best moments and our best bits, but instead, I decided to throw it all out. Listen yeah. to this instead. Yeah. None of this is the best. Mm-hmm. And his there answer would be... <laughs> <laughs> That's where he got the name. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, I, yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm ready to wrap up and have a late dinner. Super late. <laughs> <sighs> So I'm going to move Airbnbs. You're going to move? Yeah. Why? What happened? What's the worst? Well, I'll just uh, quickly say, so I've been here a week, and uh, three out of the seven nights, there's been car alarms going off. Oh, my God. Um, I came home one day, and there was an old lady and a bunch of kids playing in the driveway. Uh, It's noisy as fuck. There's always a dog barking at night sometimes. Um I don't know. It's just, it's been a very like annoying, busy, loud place as we discussed last week mm-hmm. that it probably would be. And so I'm going to, I'm going to try, uh, I already found another place that's, uh, actually even closer to work, which is convenient, but should be a much nicer house. But can you also yell from that place? I should be able to. Nice. By all indications, it's a, it's, it's, it's own house with its own backyard. And I, I should be able to yell even more. So, um, I don't know. I'm going to see. I might have to, to eat the, uh, the like cancellation fee, but no, just, I'd, I'd rather... say just try and work something out with your employer. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know. It's going to happen. I'm moving there tomorrow. So after we're done with the oh, show, congratulations. Oh, thanks. What way? Congratulations. I don't yeah. know if that's necessary. <laughs> I don't know. You had a problem and you fucking solved it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. This like the traffic is bad in this area. And as soon as I get out of the neighborhood, it's not a very good area. And it's just really annoying. I don't know. It's just kind of an annoying house. I like the house itself. It's just uh, the location kind of sucks. The neighborhood. Yeah, the neighborhood. And so I found another place, thankfully, that's almost basically the same price. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see uh, how it goes. But I would much rather for the next two months, you know, not have to worry about coming back to this house and just being like random kids and, and old Mexican women standing in front of my door. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it was really weird. I don't know what the fuck. I, maybe cause this is an Airbnb and it's been empty for the most of the last year or something. They just decided this was their playground. Maybe that was weird, but yeah, just the, uh, the constant construction noise and the car alarms going off. Um, it's just like, uh, this place kind of sucks. As far as that goes, because I'd like to be able to sleep. This last week has been so fucking busy. Um, moving a house is a lot of work. You ought to try moving an entire 6,000 square foot facility. <laughs> but we're getting it done. Are you getting a workout? Yeah. There you go. I, I've, I've been, uh, that's, that's probably the only good thing is that I have been uh, extremely tired all this week. Just a lot of lifting heavy things and moving a lot of heavy things and running around and getting shit done for like nine hours a day, but it's, it's going well. Um, so there you go. Well, I'm glad to hear you got a solution because <laughs> I was thinking about it and, uh, I was afraid to get a bunch of bad news updates. Like what kind of bad news? Like, Oh, this horrible like thing a- happened in this neighborhood. This happened at the house. This house sucks. I just didn't want to hear puke be upset a whole bunch. Oh, <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm upset that I, uh, you know, I picked a bad place, but I mean, that's how it goes when you get an Airbnb. You have no idea how good or bad it could be. You're when also you're gonna be staying here for two months. You're also in LA, so good luck avoiding things you don't like. Mm. Yeah, I know. Um, I did manage to get out uh, of the city by two hours, and that was that was nice. So I got to see a metric fuck ton of windmills. Man, they have a lot of windmills in Mojave. Mm, it's interesting too to go down the West Side Highway or the uh, yeah the West Side Highway and see the oil derricks pumping. Made me realize why California is such a communist place because it's like one side of the road there's oil derricks pumping natural resources out of the ground and on the other side there's oceans, right? <laughs> so it's it's kind of like how locusts go. Look, there's leaves. Let's eat them all. Yeah, I mean it's just such a beautiful resource rich place that it was just a matter of time before it was absolutely fucking pillaged. So. Yeah, I mean, there's so much amazing, like, industry here, um, and it's just such a shame that it is in, like, the, the most parasitic government environment. Yeah. Because there's a lot of good jobs out here and, like, neat stuff happening. Like, I, I went to the Mojave Spaceport and got to see um, where they make, uh, what is it? There's, like, the, the shit that, uh, oh, fuck, Richard Branson. I don't know if you guys know, you know, Virgin Galactic. Yeah. Uh, Burt Rutan's company, Scaled Composites. I got to see their airport and hangars. I got to see a boneyard of old uh, 747s just sitting out there in the desert waiting to be uh, scrapped, basically. Oh, cool. And that doesn't like, that shit doesn't deteriorate like it does up north. 
No, there's um, there's like three or four boneyards. The biggest one is out in like Tucson, Arizona, near there. But there's a couple of them here in Southern California, and it's pretty neat to. I didn't get to get too close to it, but uh, I was able to get a couple pictures, and it was just neat to see the place where these straddle launch. That's the one. Um, they have a massive friggin' hangar, and the world's largest airplane that can actually fly is kept in there. I wish I could see that, but um, at some point, I want to go see where SpaceX's headquarters is. They have a uh, an actual one of their reusable dragon rockets is just sitting there on display that'd be cool to see but uh oh and i went to willow springs raceway that was fun i wish i had a car i could have uh raced but i don't although i could have just entered my my uh my yeah, chevy malibu yeah. four-cylinder <laughs> just don't ever talk about it anywhere so one can hear it or take any pictures oh, shit yeah so that was that was my saturday that was fun um, but yeah, I'm hoping that, uh, this, uh, move works out for me and that this is going to be a better place. It'll be in actual Irvine, California with all the rich people. It's a really, that's where I'm working and it's a really nice area. So if I'm going to be here stuck for two months, I want to be in like a touristy rich area, not the shitty, dumpy working class loud every, I'd say hour there is a goddamn ice cream truck that goes by. <laughs> ice cream trucks are the worst with their jingles. Oh, I hate them. you know, I should mention this, especially since Alex is in here. Um, Puke, you know how we've spent years on this show um, with you being shocked about me never having some kind of food? Yeah. Uh, I had a first last night, two nights ago. Two nights ago. Oh, what's that? Uh, I had crab. That was real the first time you had imitation? crab? I'm pretty sure it was real. It was very expensive. It was crab encrusted mahi-mahi. Oh, wow. And fish. Yeah. Jesus. I know. Crab and fish. Yep. What was it like? Um, I was too distracted to be grossed out by it. <laughs> so you don't even know if you liked it or not. I didn't hate it. And okay. I forgot that it was covered in crab. Like, it was covered in something. It was encrusted with something that was crusty in a good way. Yeah. Um, and Barnacles? I literally forgot that it was crab. Because I saw it on the menu, and I thought, crab encrusted. Like, maybe I could deal with mahi-mahi, but crab encrusted? Ugh. And I completely spaced on the crab encrusted part until I was, yeah. like, three-quarters of the way through the mahi-mahi. And then I realized, oh, yeah, I've been eating crab. Nice. Well, congrats on that. Um I mean, at least you tried it. That's what counts. Does it? I guess. I mean, <laughs> counts you just for said what? It did so. <laughs> experience, having the experience—that's one less food item that you can say I've never had. Like a fucking weirdo in his thirties that's never had crab. I had crab legs once. That's crab. Oh, those. I know, but it, are... this was a different kind of crab. What? Was it particularly red? Last night or the legs? The last night, or not two nights ago? No, it wasn't. It wasn't red, okay. Because there's two things: there's crab with a C and crab with a K. Sounds like you had crab with a C, which is the same thing as crab legs. What's crab mm. with a K? Crab with a K is fake. Is it, sometimes it's called imitation crab. The Chinese crab? It's very yeah. It's very delectable if you don't care anything about the quality of the food that you're consuming. But it it's, has like it's 
basically all the parts of a bunch of fish that are really cheap um, combined. It's like, like the hot dog of crab. Yeah, combined with like wheat and food, red food coloring. Yeah, this yeah. wasn't red at all. That would have reminded me what I was eating if it was red. Yeah, crab legs are gross. I've had those and I didn't care for them because I don't like to be able to see anything, any sort of uh, chitinous material in my food. Mm. Yeah, I um, my problem with crab legs is like this is just a really shitty delivery vehicle for butter. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what it is. Yeah, yeah. Broccoli can fucking outdo this every night of the week. Broccoli or English muffins. That's <laughs> the best vehicle for butter. All right. Well, at them. I think we covered enough. We covered that with a show, huh? <laughs> that counts as a show. We had a oh, show. Yeah. Good one. I forgot about that. Uh, bye. Did you hear this Cuomo story? I love this Cuomo story. Uh, another one. Well, he got busted, and supposedly this this state legislator person or whatever came out like came out and said, "Yeah, he came to me and told me to say this thing to be part of a cover up." Jesus, that's fucking awesome. That is, I don't see that guy go down. It's. Uh, I don't think it's going to mean anything. No, I, I don't know that it will either. But one can hope. I don't know. I. But the the guy comes out. He's like, he basically threatened me, and called me and like scared my family. And I just I think this is great. Did he show them his nipple piercing? It is. It's like when somebody <laughs> like that goes down, who has like all of the protection from the media. Like if he goes down, that is just really encouraging. Yeah. On a similar note, I was hearing uh, some people theorize that maybe we'll start to see a shift. And Andrew would like this uh, in the the climate change, global warming stuff. Because if, as some would suggest, some uh, being people who actually know science, uh, not me, or other people on the internet who don't know shit, um, had, would suggest we actually might be in a cooling phase because of the sun lowering its temperature as it seems to have done in 300-year cycles or something. If that's happening, and we continue to see things like what's happening in Austin and Houston, Texas right now, they might have missed their chance because they were on track to just say global warming, everything's getting worse. We got to get all this legislation passed. And then five years later, it turns out everything's cooling down. Oh, shit. Sorry. I guess we got to keep our legislation because it's already passed. But here comes Trump for your delay in those plans. Mm-hmm. If the next few years it just continues to be cold as fuck, then people are going to start to lose faith in the, everything is burning. Carbon's bad. The world is getting too warm while we're freezing to death in Austin, Texas. Is there a future where a large segment of the population just goes, 
All right, I'm so sick of hearing about electric cars and green energy and Elon Musk. Let's listen to T Boone Pickens. <laughs> I don't. I remember you saying this name earlier today. I, didn't, I, never, I haven't said his name in years. Somebody just said T Boone Pickens. Wasn't me. Today. I, nobody else would say T. It wasn't Pickens. me. I trust me. It, it was not me. I could have swore somebody taught. What was another strange man's name that you said recently? I walked in the house today and I got home and I was all excited and I went, T-Boone Pickens. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> Just it's, it's kind of an exclamation. I could have, I heard some. I might have said Rowan Atkinson. Well, yeah. T-Boone Pickens. Let's do that. It is a great, and it's a great exclamation. Yeah. Without explanation. All right. Hour two, let's go. Because I want to eat something after. Countdown. Five, four, three, 